Good evening and welcome back to Because Therapy is Expensive. On this episode, we are diving into some life events, um, how we're handling the stress of them, um, how we're feeling about them, and how we hope to get through them. Anyone want to start this one off? Lucia? Well, there's one thing I want to say before we get real serious. Every time you open up with because there is welcome back. I always want to say welcome back, Cotter. Okay. <laughs> so on a more serious note. Um, <laughs> it's, yes. it's been on my mind for the last few months, Terry, and I've never said it. Um, so on a more serious note, some life issues. Um, recently, my husband got laid off from work, which has been... Um, I wasn't, we weren't expecting it. I mean, who really is? He's been working this whole entire time through the coronavirus, always had work. And so we weren't expecting it to really affect his, um, line of work in the air conditioning business, but it did. It's finally gotten to his, um, industry, I guess. And it's that time of year too. Some companies don't have enough work to keep people busy but so that has been really tough because the holidays are coming so I feel like it's a lot of stress now um with having to figure out you know waiting for unemployment having to figure out how we're going to get by I'm worried about you know obviously Christmas um but it was very, I'd say it's tough for anyone, but it was really tough. And I felt really, felt really angry. And it really brought me down because, you know, I'm a, I'm, I, I feel like I'm a very faithful person. And I felt like it kind of questioned, I kind of started to question some stuff, some of my, I guess, praying and feeling like, I guess sometimes you feel like, why is this happening to me? Why do every time I feel like I'm climbing up the ladder, somebody knocks out three steps and I fall back down? Um, what's the purpose of believing and praying when you feel like you're not getting anywhere? You're not, I don't know. Like it was, I was very angry. I was very, I felt just like there, what's the point? Like, I don't know. I started comparing my life to other people, you know, like, I don't know. It was, it's been, it's been tough on me the last week. <laughs> well, Lisa, you can't, even though you feel like it, you can't question your faith and why you pray and why you believe in a tough time. Because are you, do you question your faith when everything is going right? Probably not, because you think everything's going good. But you can't question your faith when you just have to have it. You just do. That's just something that you need to have faith in. You need to pray. I pray every day. I pray in the morning, and I pray at night. And I just, you know, I think in my situation, a lot of things um, I feel aren't going my way, but then... 
I also notice I need to be more thankful for the things that I, I do have. Um, I have a job. I have a roof over my head. Um, we're not sick in any way. Um, you know, I have a car. I'm not starving. You know, there's always some something that I could be more thankful for, but sometimes I'm always like, well, I'm never going to have this, and I'm never going to have that. But I think I'm realizing that now, so I'm trying not to uh, – compare myself to other people too um and stressful situations and stuff like when I get tired of something or I feel like like what I tell my daughter when she says mommy when I pray um God doesn't listen to me he doesn't answer me and I said it's not gonna happen right when you ask for it or right when you pray for it it's not gonna happen it's gonna happen when God thinks that it needs to happen so Chris losing his job here, hopefully will there'll be a door opening for him to something better that he might not have seen or well, come across. Just kidding. <laughs> that he might not have seen or come across working at this place. So um, I don't know. I'm trying to think more more positive, even though like sometimes I go home and I'm like, I hate my life. I think we all do. I know. I I had that day I had a really bad night. I cried the next day and I know that I have to remind myself too that there's a reason that he got laid off. He's always had a job. He always finds another job. I'm just believing that because he's had some eye issues. Um, he's transferring into a pirate. No, just kidding. <laughs> He has like vision loss in one eye and oh, he's got a parrot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a boat. No. Um, so I'm just believing that because it has affected his work that right now we need to deal with his eye issue. Um, so that when he gets a better job, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'll be per Everything will be perfect. That, um, It'll, it's just meant to be, and that, you know, there shouldn't be a reason we can't get unemployment, but that we'll just deal with this. And I'm also, um, like, I'm a big fan of Joel Olstein, and I try to listen to his podcast in the mornings. And sometimes I'll just, I'll just pick one that sounds like, okay, that one sounds good. The other morning I picked one, and it was, like, dead on, on stuff that I was, I feel like, um, like it said, have you, you know, um, have you been praying for something, whether it be a year or five years? Um, are you wondering why you keep getting denied for that uh, home loan? Do you feel like you need some areas in your marriage? And there's just, it was like, boom, boom, boom. And I thought, okay, this is the one I'm supposed to hear this morning. And for you guys too, um, you know, like you said, you say, oh, I'm never going to have this. I'm never going to have that. And I know you shouldn't say that because basically you're just canceling out what you're praying for. And I know that, you know, your situation might look bad, but, you know, you don't know what's lying ahead. You don't know the reason for this. So I'm trying to put everything saying, okay, everything's going to be better, but 
you do. You get down. You do feel sometimes like, why does this stuff keep happening? Why are there people that you feel like everything is a walk in the park for them? Nothing. They're just handed everything. Everything goes smooth. And so, yeah, there's times where I'm just like, okay, God, how many lessons do I need to learn? Like, what are you trying to teach me? Can I please get a pass <laughs> this time? <laughs> so, yes, it is It is tough sometimes. Really tough. Well, yeah, I try. I've always tried to not uh, look at other people, you know, and. Whatever. I try. I try to say. I've always been six. I've always been the six foot away person. But I've tried never to really, um, I guess, want or um, I don't know, look at somebody else or compare and be like, well, they have that. Why don't I have that? Like even working, um, you know, back when I worked at a. At a private company, at a private company, <laughs> we were we were a ghost company. Um, we weren't the known name. We weren't the known name. We went under something else. But it was, you know, everybody. I made decent money. I could afford, and I didn't have kids then. I could buy stuff, and I can do what I wanted, and I did really well. And I was, you know, the. I was the person the buyers wanted to meet because if you got, if we had a meeting and I used your stuff, your stuff was going to go out to everywhere. So I was nice. It was, you know, people wanted to meet me. They wanted to call me. They, you know, I was the higher up person and I made decent money and I loved my job, but the owners were horrible. So it was like you had this great job. And I hated going there every day. So it was kind of, you know, I don't know. It got, I, I ended up quitting. And then I took a job back at Seas Candy. Because one of the ladies I worked with was manager. And she said, okay, I'll make you, you whatever position you want, take it. You're all candy tester. <laughs> well, that, that, that came with any position. <laughs> So I took the, uh, you know, I didn't want to be assistant. I took the next step down because I didn't want the full hours. I thought, okay, I went down in pay. Not very much, though, because these candy actually pays very well. But then you, you know, you got to, I got to a point where it's like, hey, I've done everything I was supposed to do. You know, I, I, we go to, we did, we go to church and we pray and you believe and, Yet all this shit keeps happening and you don't know how to deal with it or find your way out of it. And you try to keep believing and, every, you know, you cry and like dad would tell, well, crying just washes out all the, the dust and the dry stuff. So if you have to cry, cry and be over it and get, it cleans you up. It's like, and then you get to a point in your life and you're like, well, how much do I have to cry? <laughs> The dust keeps building up. Yeah, why, why is my dust ever, you know, it's just, it's not settled. and I don't know, I, you, I, and I worked so hard, and then I went to school, and then you watch people that didn't go to school for what I went to school for. Oh, all of a sudden, they're handed all this stuff to go do, and people, oh, well, why didn't you do that? Why well, wasn't handed the money to go build this 
I had to actually learn it from step one and go to school and pay to go to school. And then I just chose a different route after school, but I used my degree to some form. But it's like, okay, you work so hard and you do everything you think you're supposed to do. And it just seems like you just keep getting kicked in the face and kicked in the face. Yep. And I try not to be, and I just say, okay, I just keep rolling, just keep going with it every day. And it's just so tiring sometimes, it is. And then, like, like it says, you see people and their ha it's like, walk, la, 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 la. They don't understand a damn thing that you've gone through. And maybe they have their own issues. But it's, you get to a point where it's like, really? Like, I've prayed and I've believed. They don't believe half of what I believe. They don't do half of what we've done. And yet, they're handed everything. That's, I think, what... And I want to punch him in the face. Yeah, that, I think that's what upsets me too sometimes is I feel like, and I always say my dad's looking down so angry right now with us, but I feel like sometimes, I, like you said, I try to do, I try to do the right thing. I think I'm a good person, um, but I don't want to struggle all the time. I don't want to just get by. I don't want to... As my parents would always say when you're going through a tough time, they would say, uh, tie a knot in the end of your rope and hold on. Well, I don't want to do that all the time. Sometimes I just want a bunch of rope drop down, <laughs> and I don't want to have to keep holding on. I just want a little freedom. I just, it's like I'm grateful for everything that I have, and I, I'm blessed with a, probably more than other people I you know, maybe we don't have a lot of money, never really have been financially like, oh my goodness. Um, but I know, you know, I have a great family, always been close with my family, and I know that's a blessing. My kids are healthy, and I know there's stuff that I'm very blessed with, but sometimes you're just like, okay, give me a break. Give me, I don't know. I just sometimes I feel like, give me a break. Because you're tired of... Feeling like you have to pull from one place to yeah. go to the other. Yeah. You just want to... Like, we work help. we work our jobs, and every, you guys go to work, and you don't call out, and, you know, but yet, sometimes it feels like you just can't, can't make it, and you have to feel like, okay, well, if we do this, then we can't afford that, yet, you know, we you went to school for what you did, or what you do... And yet somebody else comes along and it's like, why do you make so much and have all of this stuff? And it's not even so much the stuff, but it's like no, no struggle or no, yeah, that's how I feel. They just no anything. It. And it's like, we've, uh, that's how I feel sometimes. I'm like, well, if this is it, why am I trying so hard? Like sometimes you feel like this is it. I guess I have to live with the struggle so what's the point why am i paying all my bills if nothing seems like it will ever get better or i can't catch up yet i've done everything i was supposed to do and i've done it right legally finally, <laughs> like feel like you're on top that's when i feel like something will come and knock us down and we have to start over again and sometimes as much as I, I do have faith and I know 
but sometimes I feel like I want to I want to enjoy life now. I don't want to I don't know cuz I'm we're not material people, materialistic. I don't have to have all this stuff. I just don't want to have to to struggle. I guess I want some breaks and I don't just want a little break like okay, here's here's food for the week. You know, I I want them to say like here's an all you can eat buffet for the next month. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like I, no, I don't need things. But I would like to not have to worry about bills constantly. Or selling my things to house. Like, yeah, sell yourself, Lisa. (laughs) But it's like, yeah, I've I've said, okay, God, seriously, what has to happen? Like, what are you waiting for? I get, we've always been taught, it's not our time, it's God's time. I get that. But come on, speed it up a little bit here. Sometimes it's like I really... <laughs> like, okay, your, your time is going rather slow. I just need a little bit of attention. Like I feel like we've somehow got lost somewhere in the path. And, and not our path, but like we fell to the side and he doesn't see us. And that's how it feels sometimes. Like I'm over here with my white flag... And nothing's happening. Yeah, I just wish once in a while, because I have, you know, just my income. And I get stressed out when this past week, I mean, um, the last week, I had, before I got paid in my bank account, a $1.76. And I have, like, no gas in my car. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you do? I didn't have any, I don't know. I was just getting kind of, um. You start to feel a little negative sometimes. Yeah, you feel negative when you're just like, wow. Okay, so I then I'm like at home and I'm like, I have nothing to eat. I'm looking through my cupboards and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I have $1.76 in my account. I can't feed myself or my daughter and... You just kind of want to give up. So, I don't know. Because I get tired. Just once I want to be like, if Alyssa asks me, Mommy, can we go here? Like, somewhere? And I want to be able to say yes. Not like, no, I have to go work again to make money that I'm going to spend it all paying bills and we're going to have nothing left over. And then in her childhood, when she's older, she's going to look back and be like, we really didn't do much. You know, she doesn't understand, like, when I say I can't do that right now. That's the answer I always, unfortunately, have to give her when she's asking, like, can we go here? I uh, yeah, just one. Like, we don't, we haven't been on big vacations or anything. Um, we pretty much do simple things, and we stick around. And just to take a, even a small trip, like when we went to um, Solvain, I saved for months and months just to have money for the trip. And then my savings account right now is kind of empty because, you know, it when you only have one income and you have to pay every single bill and buy food and pay gas and this and this, it doesn't leave you much to save. So my car tags were due. I had to renew my driver's license and I had to... Um, 
I totally forgot to pay my Kohl's bill. And let me tell you, if you forget to pay your Kohl's bill the next day, they are calling you at work. <laughs> and that's embarrassing when I see Kohl's calling and I'm like, what the heck? And well, I answer do miss, it. Do you miss me? Have I not been in there? I'm like, it was just, it's just been a day. So don't, if you have a Kohl's card, do not miss your payment. <laughs> like I never miss my payment. It just got, I had so much on my mind that I just totally was like, okay, don't forget to pay that. And then I forgot. So I end up having to pay like three times more than my normal payment for them to stop calling me and that took all my money then i had to pay my car tags and everything so that's what left me with like a dollar 76 in my account and so now my savings account is empty again which it took me a long time to transfer in a little money here a little money there just to get it back up and then when you buy something i always have buyer's remorse after i order something online or i go to the store and i buy something that you know, maybe I didn't really need, but I thought, you know, it's $5 or something. And then I'm like, damn it, I shouldn't have bought that because now I'm going to need that money for something else. It just, it sucks. It really does. And when I was trying to tell Lisa the other night, you need to be positive, Lisa. You need to um, just have faith and everything. And then I was like, I went to bed that night. And then in my head, I thought, because I'm trying to be positive, the next day, I'm like, I'm probably going to get fired or something. I'm going to go to work, and they're going to be like, by the way, you're fired. And I'm going to be like, damn it! <laughs> so it, it's been, and then with the holidays coming up, and, you know, we don't, we don't buy for, in our family, we do a gift exchange. So we each pick one name, and then the kids pick a name. We buy for the kids, but we try to keep the the, you know, the expense down and everything for everybody because we all have kids and we all have to make sure the kids are taken care of. And, you know, and then you always have like work Christmas exchanges and stuff that I never want to participate in because I always know at that time I'm struggling. But they're like, come on, come on. And I'm like, I really don't want to do it. But then you kind of feel guilty if you don't. So luckily I work for myself and I just pick my own name. <laughs> And then when they give limits, you know, a lot of people don't stick to that yeah. limit. And if you stick to it, then you look at it like, now I feel cheap. cheap, even though it's more, you know, you pick out something you think that person would like, but you're also trying to stick to a budget. <laughs> so then you're kind of like, why did you give me that and that and that? And I just got you this. Yeah, no, it's just tough to. And then I, you know, you just feel like everything comes down at once. It's not just little things here and there. It's like when it rains, it pours. Yeah, it's, you know, and I just felt like I was just losing it the following day because, you know, with my husband's eye problem and then him not working and then, you know, my son isn't doing all that great in seventh grade. He's not really taking school seriously. So I just felt like everything was piling on top of me and then I had you know, what are we going to do about this? You know, when is unemployment going to come in? How much is he going to get? How am I going to pay the bills? Um, am I ever going to move ahead in life? Um, and then, like I said, that's when you feel so upset, weighed down. And then sometimes you're like, um, you get angry and... It's not that I want other people's lives because some of them are like, I don't want to be you. But I just feel like 
okay, you know, pass some of that, those breaks on over to me. And like you said, sometimes it's like, okay, God, you know, I think I've, I've, I've learned a lot in the past few years. I've had to have nothing but my faith sometimes to hold on to when I'm going through some tough times. Um, but I'm like, okay, I feel like I have moved forward, moved a lot, learned a lot in my faith. Like I've grown. That's what I mean to say. But there's times where, you know, it's, it's shaken up a lot. And I, you know, for example, I look at my father who is a very, very faithful spiritual man. And I think, okay, God, you took him way too early and I see no benefit in, in, on any of us for, for that. Like, I don't see anything good coming out of that at all. He wasn't ready. Um, so I don't, I don't understand that. And of course we never will, but there's just times you think, why don't you take some of these crappy old negative people that don't deserve to live and know, yeah, that's not my right, but that's how I feel sometimes. Um, so sometimes I'm, it's just been really tough lately. I'll, I'll be telling you, it's, it's a very dark and, um, sad podcast tonight (laughs) (laughs) well too like lisa said like she makes trays and crosses and and i've had a business designing gift baskets since 2008 and for a while i did good and i made more than like lawrence did working full-time and then like like lisa's trying and you know you you tell your friends and nobody buys them And I thought, you know what? I've had my business for 12 years. 12 years. And only one of my friends, thank you, Angela Tips, has ever bought anything. Not one of these people that are my friends, close friends, nothing, nobody. I'm thinking, this is what I do for a living. And maybe you don't understand what a gift basket is. You know, a lot of Younger people don't really get the gift basket industry, but it's like, as a friend, even if it was a $20 one, you help the small business that, you know, everybody oh help the small business, help the small business. Don't go buy it somewhere else when you can buy it from me. And sometimes I think, do they not think that I know what I'm doing? Like. It's like a hobby. I don't want to buy from you. No, I've been in this industry a long time. I know exactly what I'm doing. But you feel like you, like, okay, why is nobody helping out? Like, nobody's buying. Nobody posts for you. Or, but if somebody else came about that just off a whim was like, I'm going to start making gift baskets. Everybody would buy from them, and I'm sitting here going, okay, this is what I've done. This is my business, but not one of them has ever. So I've learned to hell with all <laughs> to hell with all the friends. I'm not, I expect nothing from anybody. So that one friend that's bought continuously from me for her own business, I, you know, will we'll share her name with other people because that's what you do. 
you help the other you help each other as friends and she's somebody that i hadn't even seen for years that i just happened to run into one day and she's been with me since the beginning it's like where are all these people that claim to be your friends and they don't even help you or or advertise for you or post for you or share because if it's not benefiting them i i i mean i guess you can't rely on other people but i feel like you you think okay i've been doing this why can't it take off like what is the problem in a way yeah then at the same time i think where are my friends like where are these so-called friends of yours that but then there's also some of those friends when they start doing something and then everybody loves it and shares and wants to have it and they're just like i don't know why you can't do it i'm doing just fine and you're just kind of like <laughs> don't meet me in a dark room done it all legally professionally started and did everything i was supposed to do and it's like i put all my eggs literally in the basket <laughs> and you get to a point and go okay is this what i should be doing but this is what i know i don't know anymore i just am at that point too where it's like mm, i don't know i don't know when this light's gonna click <laughs> when do i get to get out of the dark yeah because too i feel like that when you're you try to help people and you try to be nice to people like like at my my work i tr patients that are nice and you know i try and help them as much as possible but that one time you can't help them they like turn on you or you know like yell at you or whatever because you couldn't help them the one time but they start like taking advantage of you I feel like life is taking advantage of us. We're trying to do the best that you can, you know, in the right way. I work. I go to work every single day. I hate missing work unless I seriously have to. I do my side hustle. I try to get people in. I will, you know, change my plans or something, you know, to, okay, let me go and get their hair done and everything and I appreciate all of my customers, my side hustle customers. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, because they do bend over backwards for me also. But it's sometimes you just feel like you're giving and giving and giving and nothing yeah. is happening or you feel like in return. Have, you don't want to have to have all these side hustles to make extra money. You just want to do it for fun or for a hobby, not because you're trying to you need the extra money like you feel like okay yeah i feel like if i don't do it i'm gonna lose out on that money and then i'm gonna be like crap how am i gonna pay this bill i should have did it and then it takes time away from my daughter as well when you know work or whatever or have to do this or that and i'm like i have to and she's like why i'm like you don't understand you know i mean early in my business i did I'd have Alyssa or Christian with me or Aiden too at some times and I'd have to go do my deliveries and I would bring them in with me and I'd be like, sorry, it's my business. So, you know, what are you going to do? I have no, I am the daycare, <laughs> but even working, I worked up until I had each of my kids and I would bring, even when I was pregnant with Hannah, 
I'd bring Brooklyn with me to deliver baskets and I'm pregnant and I'm holding baskets and I have a baby and it's like, well, what are you going to do? I got to, <laughs> I have to make my money. I'm, I'm their mom, but you know, I don't know anymore with the, I don't know. I've just gotten, yeah, I've just gotten to the point where it's like, I'm paying still. I pay my taxes, my use sales taxes. I pay for everything still, but I still just feel kind of like at a fork. And I don't know if I want to put the fork down. <laughs> I don't know where to go anymore. Yeah, plus, like, when you're always financially strapped, whatever, you know, you don't really want to talk about it. I don't like to talk about it with, I talk about it with one of my coworkers because, you know, she understands and a lot of people don't and if they've never been through it they don't understand at all and they just feel like you're just a sob story and like oh my god shut up it blah 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 happens to her there has to be a reason why it's like no there's not always a reason and why. i don't want to be that person like when someone else you know buys a house or something and they're doing it on one income and it's just like oh the first house we got it and you're just like you want to be like, that's great. I'm so happy for you. And then in the back of my head, I'm like, what the hell? You know, uh, why? I only have one income. I can't afford that. And I'm not going to, well, I'm not going to put myself, I'm not going to shut myself even more um, financially. That's why I don't go for big expensive cars because I'd rather just drive something simple that's less money. I don't, it doesn't have, it has to be nice, but I'm not going to drive a junker, but I don't, I'm not going to be like, oh, I need are a, okay with manually rolling our windows. Yeah. My, my, my yeah, car is a manual roller. I'm going to say that my next car, no, <laughs> manually rolling your windows, especially when it has four doors and somebody in the backseat left it down and then they get out and you're driving and you're like, what's that? Damn it. I can't get back there. That, no, that's horrible. But it was something I had to do in order to keep my car payment down. But then there's other people like our sister who. Yeah, <laughs> uh, never mind. She's always winning money at the casinos. Good for her. I'm glad for her. And then you go to the casino with her and. You win nothing. You win nothing. And you're like, oh my gosh. She's like, I win all this money. And you're like, I can't win anything. I don't like, I used to love Vegas. Always go to Vegas and gamble. Now it's like, oh, I just can't afford to waste that $20. But do you, do you believe in, in curses of the family bloodlines? I do now because it seems like we're cursed. Um, I, I question it I myself. Question it because sometimes I, f people are probably going to be like, oh my God, these people. Um, only because I know that um, our father was um, doing prayers over that because he says, and they do say that, you know, you need to break the, um, bloodline the curses of the bloodline so i do sometimes believe because i don't i don't believe that all of us should be all struggling like why all of us do what we're supposed to do we all work we are good people but why are we all struggling 
and I, you don't want to think it, but yes, sometimes I do believe that there is, was a curse on our father's bloodline because of the Indian background. Yeah, I, and I never did, you know, I know Dad would pray over it and studied it. And then his friend David had, you know, texted me after Dad passed about if, if I wanted to continue praying over the blood, the curse, the curses of the history. But no offense, David, and you're a nice guy, but it was getting a little much for me. Um, he was texting me like I was dad, and it was it was overwhelming me. But I always thought I don't know that I, in a in a sense, believe in the curses because I think each person is is different. And then I think, well, why should why are we suffering over something that happened? Who knows how long ago? Like I don't know. It's like you like to to think. Okay, we're cursed. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really believe it. And then it's like, yeah, you get to that point where it's like, is something definitely <laughs> like placed upon our name? And name and that we can't maybe. Yeah, because I just feel like out of all of us, we shouldn't always be um, struggling because like I said, we all work. We do everything we're supposed to do. But that's another thing I feel. I'm going to be strike down from heaven. But I feel like, okay, God. Um, show no, me. You, you're forgotten right now. <laughs> yeah. Show, show me why I'm a believer. Show me why I pray. Show me why I stand in my faith when things are, most people would probably fall. Like I can go, you know, I feel like I'm a strong person. I don't crumble. I can, I I continue to go through without leaving my job, without crawling in a hole, without becoming so depressed that I can't function. Show me that all my beliefs, all my faith, there's a reason. And don't make me question sometimes when the person standing next to me, so to speak, is everything is going great for them and they're not a believer. Show show them there's a reason to believe and not just in the end time that I'm going to go to heaven. I want to have some joy in this lifetime too. Please don't strike me down, God. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a quote that I have. It's, you know, it says, God, why do you keep taking me through troubled waters? Says, because your enemies can't swim. Well, damn it, I'm sick of the water. <laughs> Put me in a freaking boat already. But, yeah, that's how you feel. And, Terry, do you remember when we'd go to L.A., when I'd take you and our friend and go shopping, and we were at the mall, and we went to the bathroom, and the lady, <laughs> she had just thought of this. There was, like, some crazy homeless lady, and she, I don't know, she didn't like us, and she started splashing water. <laughs> I said, I curse you, I curse you. And I just, I don't know, I always thought that was very weird because we're like, yeah, we curse you back. <laughs> it was such an odd thing. And I know that's not it, but that's just what it reminded me of. Because I think, okay, who the hell was splashing us with water way back when saying, no, I curse you, I curse you? Because. She only cursed you too. I yeah. there, so, no, that wouldn't be it. <laughs> um, Getting cursed in a LA mall, it doesn't count. <laughs> I don't know, I guess there's a lot of. I don't know. 
Um, like I said, I have a strong faith. It might not sound like it sometimes, but I do. I know that there's been times where things I'm going through, you know, if I'm praying, I'll get messages or somebody will say something to me and I'll say, okay, God is listening. But then I do sometimes feel like, okay, God, you know, pick me up out of that little canoe and put me on the yacht for a while. Um, push some of those undeserving people off. You know, it's not my right to say that, but yeah, we all feel that way sometimes. Um, let them, let them struggle and try to, you know, get on that canoe because I'm, I'm tired of that boat. <laughs> so the little dinghy on side yeah. on the side of the yacht. I'm not even on a dinghy. I'm on that board <laughs> that Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio was on for Titanic or he tried to he was just hanging on it and then he eventually just got pushed off cuz he was frozen. <laughs> like if like I know this sounds like it's this is therapy. So we're just venting our feelings. Um are we all real. This is real life. This is real life, Sorry, but, but this is not our, is some perfect No. I don't, I mean, yeah, if I don't, we don't have lots of money, you know, um, and I know everyone that has a lot of money, not everybody's happy. People put up facades, fakeness in their lives. And I understand that. Um, I mean, there's things, would I trade my family for all the money in the world? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I would not because I know there's, when I was going through some tough times, my family is all I had, and that's what got me through. Um, you know, so no, I wouldn't trade that for things, and I know everybody has problems. Um, I'm blessed with my family. I'm blessed. I have healthy kids. I, like you said, I'm not sick. So there's a lot that I have going for me, but, you know, sometimes you want a little cushion, too. Well, yeah, you have to be, you know, look at the way that, you know, okay, we we have jobs. We might not like them or whatever. Um, we have cars, stuff like that. But then it is true when it's like, okay, but why do I always have to choose food or paying a bill? Why can't it just be, here, here you go. Or, you know, let me treat you to lunch or something like my friend at work is she constantly buys me lunch and I tell her she doesn't have to because you know I'm not one to maybe she's tired of eating celery all the time. Yeah, no, just kidding. <laughs> celery and peanut butter. <laughs> you know, cuz she's 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 a giving person and she likes to, you know, she'll be like, "Let me she'll just buy lunch and she'll be like, "No, what but do you, you want? What do you want?" But like, I uh, don't want to feel like a charity case. Yes. And I'll tell her, no, it's okay, don't worry, I have something to eat or whatever. And she's like, just shut up and I'm getting you this. Like, once in a while, I would like to be able to say, let me buy you lunch today. Or let me bring you coffee today. But it's always the time when it's, you just don't have that extra. Like, I, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And I get frustrated with that because I would like to be like, here, come on up. Let me let me take my family to dinner and pay for it. Or, you know, let me take my mom to dinner and let me buy her dinner or something. But it's always like, <laughs> how about a hamburger from McDonald's or something like that? And we're not, we are or, not, I 
well, we're not materialistic people. We're not, you know, but once in a while it would be nice to just be like, I don't have to buy that sweater on, sale. on clearance. <laughs> I can buy it full price. I mean, that's stupid, but I don't ever buy anything that's not on sale. I mean, we're not, none of us are starving. None of us, we all have a place to live. We're not going without. We're not snobs either. No. We're just. I like my Macy stuff, but I buy it on clearance. <laughs> Just saying that this is actual life. Like, I, I think to be honest and say what you feel needs to be more open conversations because then everybody bottles it up and then you just become very angry. So I figure we should and just jealous. talk about it and and deal with it like you know I, it's a hard it's a hard conversation because nobody wants to admit that they question god or that they're having a hard time or that they feel like life sucks right now and it's sucked for a couple of years yep. and yes it's true yes we have wonderful things too as well but you know what sometimes i just want to cry and say you know i'm fucking tired you know and it's like they say to um, to error is human, and God made us human. So it, it it's necessary to be able to vent and to feel down and to be negative, because if you don't ever get to those places, you can't ever get up. You know what I mean? You can't rise up. You can't learn from your mistakes, like how they say. You know. Well, Dorothy. You were created from ashes, and sometimes you have to become them again. I think too. that's what Dorothy had but told how many me. Times do we have to do it? A long time ago. She said, you're a, you're a phoenix. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, Dorothy. <laughs> and she's because you rise out of your ashes. Now, why she told me that? When she told me that, I didn't understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she threw salt and chanted around me. <laughs> But I didn't understand it. And do I want to always be the phoenix that has to rise up out of all the shit? No, I don't. I don't know how to not be, but... Exactly, that's the thing. And I think that's sometimes, for us, I think we are... Maybe because we've gone through a lot more than other people. To me, you can't stay down because... It Nothing's it'll yeah that'll kill you right there. But um, you can't. And for me, I've never been that kind of person that's so negative and down that I can't see the light. Like there's always gonna be light, and if you can't see that, you're you're done. But, but um, I just know that you just have to, you know, learning from my parents that you just have to stand firm and that your circumstances around you are not always going to be there they're temporary but yes sometimes it is it is tough to see outside of what's going on around you it really is sometimes um i don't know someone said to me too one time you know oh well you are a forgiving person and you know you have a forgiving heart for a certain situation so about other people but it's like why do I always want to be forgiving 
let those people talk bad about me and I'm supposed to forgive them. You know, just, I guess in a sense, we are just good people and damn it. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, you watched, I, I just always think of dad and he never, he never wavered. Nope. Not one bit. Only one season. One time and it really with my situation and my husband, you know, was going through some really tough times over the past five years. And, you know, my, and the hard thing about not having my dad around is I find him to be like my spiritual pastor. And I feel like I don't have anyone to talk to now. Um, but I remember going through some tough times with my, my husband and, you know, me and my dad, even though I would talk to him, sometimes we would, butt heads or argue but I always I knew he was coming from sometimes his the fatherness like he would always give you the spiritual but he's my still my dad so the dad would come out in him sometimes and I remember one time he said well you know what it's basically you just like just need to give up and forget like his word he didn't say give up but it was basically like well you know what it's not working it's not going to work out I got so upset with him that he told me basically like he was like, you know, move on, forget about your husband. Like he, I could tell that the dad going through some tough times with my husband, you know, and I got so upset with him that the person I, besides God, somebody that I looked to and everything he said to me, you know, I took in. And when he said that, I was like, you're the one that told me that I'm never supposed to stop I'm supposed to continue to believe no matter what my circumstances are. I'm never supposed to give up. And now you're telling me I'm supposed to give up. Like it was, that was hard. Like it made me, it made me cry. Um, I don't really know what the point is, but um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. What was I saying? But I don't know, but I was just saying. Not sure. That. I was just saying dad never Oh, when you're saying yeah. never, but that was the only time that dad. No, actually said, I, I think I dad was just up. annoyed with you <laughs> yeah. because you tend to. He was annoyed with your husband I, I think. and everything. And he was just but, like, shut the hell up. Yeah, <laughs> Lisa will but argue round and round with, with dad. And I but remember it, that. But it hurt, it hurt me because I felt like he's the one person that like, I go why to. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> Try having his day. It's like shut up. I'm just saying that was um, like you said. He doesn't. He never gave up. No matter what he was been through, even the toughest times. Yes, he would be the one that like. No, he stood and he never, he never questioned God ever. And if he did, he never made it. He he never made it noticeable to the rest of us. I mean, he would just pray. And he pray. would pray and pray, and yeah, he stood in his belief. And no matter what you said, Mm-mm. anybody, no matter what anybody said, mm-hmm. he he would ne- he didn't preach to anybody. And if he would talk to people, it was never a preaching thing. Because I've had people try to preach to me, and I'm like, yeah, no, that's not working. Dad would talk to you, 
and change your view on how you saw things. Why we don't give up because of our faith. I think of dad and I think, okay, he never, never would have said, I'm done with you, God. Stopped, never questioned, never moved. He stood and that's what he believed. And I try to think of like that. (laughs) But yeah, I know we're human. And dad was far from human to me like yeah he was well you can't you can't give up because when you give up there's no way to pull yourself out of it once you give up so regardless of everything for us always being a struggle you know our we can always make jokes (laughs) yeah our persona is the way people see us, they wouldn't they wouldn't think that we were struggling. They wouldn't think that we were having hard times. They wouldn't think anything because we don't give we don't give off that um, like that aura about us where someone's gonna be like, "Oh, you're struggling," because we're we're always laughing. No, I continue to laugh. We're always you know friendly with people, and when people. You know, they ask you, oh, how are you doing? What are you really going to say? You're not, they, they're not going to want to hear you go, oh, sit down because I'm doing shit right now. And da, 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 da. you just say, I'm doing okay or I'm doing good. And they, okay, good. That's all. Well, you know, I remember too, grandma, she had breast cancer. And no matter what, that woman laughed. And I think that's what kept her alive for so long after each time because she joked and she laughed. Well, she said that she what she was a very strong woman. She lost four children, her husband. She um, lost three children. Four. She lost one at birth. Oh, but I'm like, you can't I count. <laughs> always oh, thought I'm that like <laughs> she's the strongest woman I've ever known. And I hope that I can be just as strong as her, but she would say her faith and her walking <laughs> is what got her through all these years. So I think we do have some very strong, faithful people in our family. That's, um, of course, our dad being the number one um, faithful. Yeah, I, I always remember, I mean, she was in chemo, but she'd still laugh. And yeah, she was positive all the time. Because she always, you know, that's when Terry was still, you were living there. And she'd be like, Terry makes a lot of food. and But grandma would eat like a garbage disposal. And that's what kept her going. It was like she was always laughing and Terry was constantly feeding her. I don't know if she <laughs> liked the food. She told me it was good. <laughs> but her positiveness. Because, you know, um, my best friend Kathy, her sister-in-law was diagnosed with breast cancer last year, the year before. And I sent her a card and I said, you know, just make sure you're always laughing. Because to keep your sense of humor will get you through a lot of it. And it's going to suck and you're going to be tired because I saw what grandma went through. I said, but just don't stop laughing because it really is true what they tell you. Like, you need to laugh. That's your best medicine. Well, and being positive because negativity can consume your body and your mind. To me, once your mind is a very dangerous thing and it can put a lot, it can, you can tell yourself a lot of stuff. And, um, 
and uh, you know, I, like I said, another thing our dad would always say, and our mom, you know, your, and I always remember this, you know, your thoughts become your words and your words become your actions. So never let your negative thoughts come out your mouth. Um, and that's some advice that you need to think of. I know, like I said, I don't always. And don't take our advice based off this recording. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess what we're trying to say is no matter what you're going through, and believe me, we have all been through some tough times the last few years, is don't give up because there's, as long as you have light, you always have something to look forward in your life. And today might be a horrible day even tomorrow or the next day, but you, you know, the following week, something good might come into your life. And my thing too, what helps me get through a lot of things is because I've gone down some the eight by 10 picture of me sitting next to your bed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've had some really dark moments where it consumed me and You know, suicidal thoughts pop into your head. But the one thing that gets me through is my daughter. I have to live for her. I have to make sure I'm a strong person for her. And I'm here to um, nurture her so she grows up to be a strong person. And she needs her mom. So the one thing that helps me through everything, even though sometimes you just don't want to live, is I live for my child. I would never want to have anything happen to me um, because I need to be there for her. So, and I need to be positive for her because she feeds off of it. And when she knows something's going on and I'm negative, she feeds off of it and she, you know, has negative thoughts on things. And so just remember that... Even in a dark time, there is somebody out there, somebody, anybody you might not even know, but they need you and you make a difference in their life. So just remember that if you feel like you're in a, a position where, you know, nobody's thinking about you or, you know, nobody will miss you or, you know, it's just not worth it anymore. Just remember that there is somebody that you have touched and that you make a difference in their life and that they need you and you need to live for them. On that note, um, if anybody wants to comment or if anybody needs to talk or whatever, just visit us on our little social media stuff. And um, I don't know what they are. (laughs) Um, You know, if you just need to vent or you have a comment or anything. um, Yeah, we hope. We're just, we're venting, you know, we. Sometimes you don't realize the impact of the person in front of you that paid for your drink actually made in your day like yeah. having somebody say oh your stuff is paid for by the car in front of you usually happens on a day where maybe you needed that the most mm-hmm. so like terry wow. say you never know what impact it has so do a good deed for somebody and and maybe that will help your outcome for the day as well. And because therapy is expensive and we needed to, sh- to really talk to you guys today, we took your hour. 
So hopefully you had a long drive to work. And we will talk to you next time and visit us at Twitter at Because Therapy 2. Or you can post on Podomatic as well in the comment section. And we hope to hear back from you guys. See you later.